yak babies, sex, presidents, and sometimes books. Welcome to Yak Babies, the only podcast on the internet sponsored by Piranhas. These bad boys can eat. My name's Aaron, here my personal pals Dave. Hey, boys. We have Brick. Hello, boy. And old Irish Nico. Hello, boys. Yes, hello, boys. We are all boys, and hello, yes. Today's, or this week's topic, rather, not today's, is a recent... This is maybe, in Yak Babies history, the most current event we've ever discussed on the podcast. Whoa. Uh, we <laughs> usually <laughs> cover current <laughs> events. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're finally using our breaking breaking news uh, <laughs> soundboard. It's going to come out in, like, fucking March. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least we usually we usually discuss things like four months later, and then they come out six months later. So at least this is like we're discussing it in relative proximity to the actual event. The Hugo Awards this year are mired in controversy, and this week there were it was a release of some internal emails that finally provided evidence that the organizers or who was running it, I'm not sure. His name is Dave McCarty. Yeah, what's it's like a volunteer like committee kind of yeah. deal. I mean, he's in charge of this whole scandal. Okay. Dave McCarty. So the uh, essentially boils down to the awards are being held in China and the awards committee or you know Dave McCarthy and his crew were essentially pre-censoring books for their inclusion in the ceremony anticipating blowback from the Chinese government over certain topics or subjects. And like I said, pre-censoring, they weren't experiencing pressure yet, they were anticipating pressure and therefore trying to Well, and they covered all that out so no one knew that. <laughs> Right. So they and just kind of, without explanation, found some pretty famous people ineligible. Yeah, and those people made it made it known that they were confused and, and uncertain about what happened, and this kind of all sort of fell out from there. Wait, so why did they decide to do it in China? Like, what's the upshot Money. of Money. that decision to begin with? Money. I think, so the, the Chinese government built, like, a, a, a building for this. Like, they built a compound, a science fiction museum... For like a hundred million dollars, so they're just dumping money into this award ceremony, and I'm assuming the Hugo Awards is getting some. I I don't know, maybe it's been disclosed, but I'm sure they're getting like a big chunk of money to yeah, do this. Yeah, so. I mean, gotta be right. That's I mean, why else? <laughs> yeah, I, I I suppose it does surprise me that there's that much money in the Hugo Awards. Why, like, I'm kind of blown away. Yeah, by I that. think there's normally not. So like this right. this like. Oh, if we go to China, the Chinese government will pay us, you know, say fifty million dollars to go to. Right. That's that's probably more than they make in ten years. So, like, right. That's why they do and the, it. The exchange for the Chinese government is prestige, or yeah, like, so they're trying to like. What can you like? You know more of this than than I do. What's the what's the quid pro quo here for the Chinese government? I think just yeah. to, like the more that they look like uh like a they're not a dictatorship, which is with ruthless censorship laws and like the more that they can attract western you know festivals and whatnot and like i mean this is this is not that far removed from having like the pulitzer prizes like have their ceremony in china and building them this fancy building to do it in and like it's just it's prestige because they have a shit ton of money but they look like absolute assholes on the international stage so they they want to use some image resurfacing i guess yeah like rehabilitation through like an award ceremony yeah yeah i mean it's a little weird that it's the hugos of all things because that's they like presented it as this like the more democratic of yeah awards i guess or or, or, you know uh, recognition committees yeah because the way it does it you know and that's how Uh, they got caught was because they had like the numbers of votes and then the some of the top vote getters were just disqualified 
Right. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, but then you dig in, and then, the, you know, it's there's also, like, it's kind of maybe a metaphor for <laughs> what's going wrong with democracy in general, but there is a... A whole thing about like it's unclear if if the if there was people like intentionally gaming the votes right and were certain books being disproportionately voted for because a bunch of a bunch of people were mo- voting a few times over and over and over again you right. know because they it sounds like you have to be there in person to vote right and so you have to go to the Hugo convention or whatever and in this case then it was mostly people from China obviously because that's where the convention was and then right. Uh, were they voting because those were all people that passionately liked a certain book, or was there was there more to it? Was there or some kind of influence going on there? Right. But in order to attend and have a vote, you can just be like anyone off the street, or are you. It seemed like it. It seemed like or... basically, if you had a convention ticket, you got a vote. And I think that right. I mean that also you know the Hugos were in trouble a few years ago for some like misogyny bullshit with some right alt right. Who was that fucking guy? Well, there was the... Opus Day. The what? It was like Opus Day, like a name like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You know, basically tried to drum up, I don't know, aggrieved assholes to, to influence the outcome of the, the votes. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. It was something like that. Yeah, it was like basically a ballot-stuffing campaign to like try and protest the Hugos basically being inclusive, right? That yeah. was like the big scandal. And you know, my source in all this stuff is Chuck Tingle, so I don't <laughs> I, I'm not maybe the most, I don't know, all the ins and outs, but I know that, that part of it was... Chuck Neagle was nominated and that was part of the complaint was that he wasn't that's not taking it seriously blah 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 whatever and so I was reading on Twitter this week Chuck Neagle talking about how now that this has come out it throws past awards into doubt as well since this Dave McCarthy person has been involved in them before so you know what do we know or not know about what those awards looked like and how they went down right. too yeah yeah sorry it was the sa- it was the sad puppies and Vox Day is the guy who ran it that's right. Yeah. Vox yeah. That, that was like this, that was like concurrent with like Gamergate bullshit, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Huh. Which then just became American politics. Yeah, it's all the same <laughs> right. shit, and then it all fucking became just the world we live in constantly. Huh. Yeah. I mean the the self censorship and the preemptive censorship is also. I mean it's not exclusive to literature. You know what happens in in old areas of culture now because China's such a dominant force globally. You know movies. There was that, that Red Dawn remake they made a couple of years ago that they changed. It was going to be about China. They changed it to, I think, North Korea, maybe, because they were afraid of offending the Chinese marketplace and they wanted to make a bunch of money there. You know, all the Marvel movies, all the, side, all the big blockbusters, you know, are very careful to tiptoe around any issues that might brush up against the censors because they want access to that global box office, right? And even sports, like, you know, who was it? The general manager of the Rockets, I think, the Houston Rockets a couple of years ago, said something about Tibet, right? Maybe. Oh, and he had to come back out and apologize. Yeah, and it was, like, really craven yeah. and, like, sad. And, like, then there was a whole thing about, like, what did LeBron say about it? And, like, what is LeBron's responsibility to say? Like, it's, right. yeah, it's fucking wild that it just seems like everyone's yeah terrified. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it also just kind of throws them into some kind of, I don't know, doubt, I guess, because they, they seem dumb, too. Like, in the emails, yeah. like, they really seem not just craven, but pretty dumb. Like, they one of them used the word canonicalization. That can't be the word. That can't be the <laughs> word. But that's in, like, the... It's in it's in Dave McCarty's like opening email to the to the censors that are going to pre-censor all of these books and right. you know we have to be careful with the canonicalization canonization yeah <laughs> yeah 
yeah, I don't know. They don't. They sure don't come off very well. But no, and well, it's you know, we could also argue it's against the spirit of like sci-fi literature to bow to an oppressive. Yeah, force, I mean, it's right? in the spirit, but not the. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate content-wise, right, yeah. but not maybe like thematically. Yeah. yeah, it just seems like such a, a a nakedly stupid way to sell yourself out, right? And it it also like it kind of has ramifications to other award ceremonies. It's like, are, are, is right. this how other award ceremonies are run by these kind of, you know, pack of weirdos behind a curtain that you don't right. even know who they are, but they're making decisions like just, you know, Xing out works. I would believe for one that the Booker Prize was worked this way because <laughs> I have, I have thought for years that the Booker Prize judges don't actually read the books that they do. They just, they just pick the most complicated book that it that makes them look smart and they don't they don't really care if it's makes sense or is good right different kind of conspiracy yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know award ceremonies like part of it is also that hey i love the oscars and i get into it for sure but also like we all know award ceremonies are dumb yeah. right uh for any kind of art and and caring too much about it is a one-way ticket to this kind of place where you end up with this kind of stuff for no reason yeah i had a student after the grammys was it last week two weeks ago during class she asked about kind of like out of nowhere i guess people were upset because of you know beyonce didn't win album of the year and taylor swift did and then i guess like travis scott was upset that he didn't win a grammy or something i don't know and she was like you know what do you think is the responsibility of grammys to like acknowledge people and my answer to her was like i mean it's a business practice like it's always been marketing right so like if you're looking at the grammys for that for your marker of like what actually is the best or the or the like the most celebrated like you're not going to find it like and that's not going to be the case for any awards ceremony because yeah. it's always compromised by the market part of it yeah one of the articles on the hugo stuff i was reading you know talked about how one of the reasons why you know a lot of you know in the industry the hugo is is sometimes kind of seen as more important to the the community readers for that than, than some other awards is because it's you know genre and the hugo and that that thing that then goes on the cover of the book whether it's a nominee or an award winner can make a real difference in physical shelf space in a bookstore for books that don't typically get that front and center space right as opposed to you know like the the literary novels and the and the kind of big time New York bestsellers, those always kind of have that, you know, that table when you first walk in the bookstore, like that's where those books go. But the the fantasy and the sci-fi and stuff, they really need something like the Hugos to, to sort of, it, it adds that cachet that makes them more likely to be placed somewhere prominently in the, in the retailers uh, or, you know, even right. in the digital retailers. Yeah. So I mean, advertising, like you right? said, it's, it all comes down to, to that, you know, and to you know, and you you see, you know, it's the same with that that shit with the sad puppies or whatever. Where like they have, they they take what is, they just, it just becomes disingenuous, right? And 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 it, it conflates two things. I th- I think knowingly, right? Because you know, it's not about quality necessarily, right? I mean, it is in a, in a way, but it's really about it's about a an industry <laughs> an industry yeah. kind of marketing itself and, 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 and working that way right and then we just try to be like no it needs to be pure it's like well you can't that's it, not it's not what it is you know and it can't yeah. it, it can't be both those things at once and to kind of pretend it is and then use that to kind of hurt people right is gross and icky yeah and I I feel like this is more insidious than the sad puppies thing because at least that was like it was the audience reacting to it and it was there that can be swatted away whereas like institutional rot is 
deeper problem, right? And if you're like if you're corrupt in the background like that, then that's even more troubling, I think, for for that organization and institution probably mm-hmm. yeah no good well listeners <laughs> tell us your thoughts on the board's <laughs> controversy you can email us those thoughts at yakbabiespodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on patreon patreon.com slash yakbabies where we have our bonus podcast housed talk about marketing you can find us there for only a dollar a month you can get access to all the kind of good stuff it's funny it's weird there's entirely separate podcast series going on that we've been curating over the years there's snack babies which is a uh, a robust discussion of the snack world and all kinds of fun stuff there for that one dollar plus you can talk to us you can post in the forums and ask questions and we'll answer them and so on and then we have our merch tinyurl.com slash yakbabies where you can buy posters and mugs and t-shirts from the show designs by brick that are all really good little inside jokes to delight you and to intrigue and confuse your friends and family so check that out until then yak babies yakking off the yak babies would like to thank all the loyal listeners and especially their patrons both past and present including michael Bonnie, Sebastian, David, Roger, Kathleen, Bailey, Andrew, Gilbert, and William Howard Taft. Hey.